Welcome to Random Topic Generator, a podcast where two men enter without a topic and hope to make sense out of a conversation, usually under 20 minutes. We are your casters, Rob and Sev. How you doing, Rob? Good, good, man. Good, good. How you doing? Good. So this is episode two. And last week, our topic was how fast do you read? And to show everybody that we mean business, we literally go into a website and click random topic. So... Let's see what this will be. Loading. What benefit do you bring to the group when you hang out with your friends? <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow, I can't, my, I can't, my existence is not enough. I have to bring a benefit to the crowd. <laughs> this is going to be an uh, ego-driven episode, I see. Yeah, how good are you? Like, what, do you have the money? Do you have the drugs? Mm-hmm. Which friend mm-hmm. are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so All cool. Right, um... Go, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll start. Um, <laughs> let's see. So uh, I feel like in my younger years, I brought a decent sense of comedy into the group. I was the funny guy, I think, or at least, I don't know. With, with my group of friends, there was a bunch of funny guys. So I was one of an ensemble of funny people. And I feel like I, I contributed a decent amount. Um when it comes to, you know, unique ways of bringing comedy into, you know, a kind of uh, tough time in high school, middle school, things like that. So I think I contributed that way when it came to um, my group of friends when I was younger. Now it's a lot more different, you know, when you get older, you, I don't think you have a consistent, really that consistent group of friends. Agreed. Uh, you try to have it as much as possible, but you know people can't see each other. People have different lives, so especially now. <laughs> oh yeah, especially now. Yeah, not the, not the date. Yeah, not to date this podcast, but yeah, thanks to COVID, um, it's become much more even more distant. So, uh, I think um, you know now my contribution is more just life experience, and I feel like most people when they get older, that's what it ends up being. You know, you you end up you know expressing your desires, your frustrations and things like that, you know, via life experience and what, what happened, you know, like, Hey man, that lawn I tried to do the other week, didn't work out, you know, sounds boring, I guess, <laughs> but um, that's, that's kind of what I feel like I contribute. So. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, and I think almost everybody and you can even relate to it. That's like a multi-layered question because there's different groups. Like mm-hmm. you can't like the people you grow, grew up with, you know, you're, you are that person forever. You're not, even if you become a doctor or someone really famous, like my cousins, they're always going to be like, Hey, Seb, Seb's that guy that's always going to throw out something really weird or really like inappropriate or just like being one of the dudes. And I'm not saying that's the best person in the world, but Mm -hmm. that's who you are to that group. And in some ways, it's hard to change that personality or that thought or how you behave from them because you as a child always, always behave that way with them. And then you grow up high school, you develop, you become insecure and you always become like, you know, either become a different person, you become an introvert, an extrovert. But for me, it's, and I'm not trying to be, sound like I have 
multiple personalities but like every group i hang out with i'm a different person like the people i hang out with that group at work i'm like always super anal always stressed out i'm not the fun person at work the person at work savara or sev is like the worst person like i wouldn't want to hang out with me like if i was <laughs> this is true like i'm always be like did we finish this report where are those where, where are those numbers like what's going on did we fix this like it was i mean it is i'm like the worst person i don't want to hang out with myself i would never i don't even know how sometimes my coworkers stand me but mm-hmm. i would say like my friends uh, even let's say in my school program like my cohorts um mm-hmm. it's very uh i i would also be lighthearted but i would also come from a very different business perspective because majority of the people i come from have like this white collared pedigree that rose through the ranks of their corporate world where i grew up hustling not to say i was slanging weed on the streets but like mm-hmm. you know our my parents were like uh, regular day job people like they were making unique items and selling them not nothing illegal by the way don't get this, <laughs> don't get this twisted like my dad was slanging you know like anything he was just making barbecues but um it just really depends on your group of friends so i can't ever tell say like what benefit yeah. i just bring my personality honestly to make sure everybody kind of is aware and genuine i really try to you know call out people on their bullshit i i i oh, think you're one of those you're yeah, a call outer mm-hmm. yeah i i call them because it's like i know like well depends if they're like you've had friends for a long time be like yo bro you're not that person. Stop acting hard. Like I've never seen you get into a fight. I've been mm-hmm. in like two fights, lost one, one one, or maybe one one, and I'm undefeated. Um, but like, don't act hard. Like you never were a fighter. But not to say that you can't be one. But um, now, do you believe in? Do you? Because you were talking about how you're different at work than you are socially with your friends or cousins. Um, so you believe in like wearing different hats, right? Absolutely. You, 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 you can't like, I'm, I'm a supervisor. I'm in charge. I'm lead meetings and like projects. Yeah. I can't be their friends. I, I honestly sometimes wish they would not like me less. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want you like, sometimes my coworkers call me and say like, Oh, how are you doing? I'm just like, I just wish like, like we're not friends. We don't hang out. Don't try to be a bud. Like, let's just keep work, work because mm-hmm. of the stress i'm kind of placed in if i had like a fun job and i had like more support i'd be like fuck yeah but mm. when you're yeah, kind no, of i feel you, I feel <laughs> when, you when, when you're living paycheck to paycheck it's like no i want to keep my job i don't care about being your friend <laughs> no, no I, I get what you're saying i totally you know i like to keep i mean my work is not i don't really involve my work with my private life in any way um just because the demographic is really different um i'm the only male that uh like is in my basically close group of circle of like coworkers so it's and i'm the only male that's my age they're a lot older or whatever so it's a little You're bit eye um, candy rob come on uh, yeah 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 close Not the door me. behind you <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> um so besides getting harassed on a day-to-day basis i'm kidding uh so basically i'm just the only male there and it's just you know not only it has nothing to do with male female but they're also older so it's just like it doesn't really connect you know i also find it very uncomfortable to mix the two 
I'm not much of a restrictive person, but I do feel that in that particular case, uh, I don't like to mix the two. Um, I don't know, actually, I have to take that back. I don't know. I might be a little bit of a restrictive person when it comes socially, comes to it socially, because I do tend to not really find it comfortable to mix my family with my friends. Mm-hmm. I also find that a little strange. Yeah, I agree. So I don't know. Maybe I am a lot more uh, conservative when it comes to things like that than I should be. You know, maybe I should include my coworkers in things and uh, have like a, I don't know, like a don't dinner ever, with them. Don't ever. I shouldn't. Yeah, I won't. I will never. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is all like devil's advocate stuff. I I really wouldn't because I just. I just don't want to. I just, I am so prone. And maybe um, as we go through episodes of this podcast, that will be exposed. Uh, God, I hope not. But I am so prone to getting in aggressively awkward situation. Oh, wow. um, that, yeah, you, you could not believe how like weird and the strange situation in which I would get into. Um, just it just happens I don't know why it's like when I watch like let's just say Curb Your Enthusiasm I don't know if you've ever seen that show Larry David get in that uh, ass Larry yeah exactly so I like I'm very much so that kind of person that gets in those weird ass situations and then is like kind of a little bit misunderstood at times and like you know like hold up no I wasn't doing that guys like don't misunderstand me and it just gets weirder so as a result I try to like stay away from those kind of situations that has to do with like you said um like your bread and your life, you know, like work and things like that. Uh, so I like, you know, I, I might not say as many jokes as I would with my close friends, right, at work, because it might offend someone, especially this day and age. Um, you can't really go too far with jokes. Um, and if you do, you might get kind of, you know, reprimanded for it. So I don't want to do that. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, that, I mean, that really, I mean, a lot of movements have happened. And, mm-hmm. But that's the beauty of just being with your friends because you can be the guy that has the money. You can be the guy that has the weed. You can be mm-hmm. the guy that, you know, if you're cool, you had the guys or the girls or you can throw the party and everybody likes you. But, you know, I would always view myself just as a multifaceted person wearing different hats, but I would always try to, I think if anything, I always was in a position to try to help even all my friends, even if it was just, they didn't want to hear it. Like whether it was advice or if I thought I knew too much, especially Mm -hmm. now, like, because I'm in real estate, I always tell them like, you know, you should refinance your house. Your interest rates are the lowest you've ever been. Like you should do this. Here's three references. Call each broker, each, uh, what's it called? Loan agent and get them reduced. Stop paying so much. Mm -hmm. And I try to be the informative friend, if anything. Mm, that's I, a tough I, role. That's a tough role to play, the informative friend, you know? It's not something that's glorified, and it's sometimes actually um, kind of uh, punished, even though you are agree. doing beneficial things. And that's a tough role to play, man. That's a people, tough don't, people don't want to be like... I, I, I don't think people want to be like educated or be told like the path they're doing is wrong. And unfortunately, a lot of times we live in a society, like I don't, I've never had that group of friends that like everybody kept everything 100, you know, everything about them. I've never really had a good cluster or group of friends that like, yo, ride and die, like the edited 80s, you know, like <laughs> they've known each other their whole lives. So I've always mm-hmm. come and gone in groups or friends circles for like, like I'm with them for like three years and they all go their own ways. 
And I don't know. It's just that maybe I'm always, maybe the, the thing I bring to the group is I'm like always the one that's like odd man out. <laughs> it's like they lease me for three years. He's like, he seemed mm. nice. He had cool things about him, features, but like his engine breaks down or always got to repair something. So it's, it's hard. But What do you I, think that is? What do you I, think that is? Expand on that. I'd love to, if you don't mind. Uh, do you think you're not a, it's, I mean, friendship is like a relationship. So do you think you're not really a long-term kind of person or is it just because you haven't found the right group yet? I think it's kind of both, but I've always kind of been a loner. So it's kind of like I've been able to be fine on my own and I really like pockets of really good engagement. Like I really view the quality over the quantity times. Like I can go, let's say, spend 20 minutes with you and talk about a subject and not talk to you for like a week. And I'll be like, wow, me and Rob spent like 20 minutes talking about this. And I got more fulfillment than if I saw you maybe every single day and we watched an episode of Breaking Bad. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those things that for me, it's, it's really important that everybody's 100 with each other. And that's why it's hard for me to get into groups because I feel like, especially living in LA and prior mm-hmm. to COVID, everybody wanted to have a good time. The economy was rolling, even though I don't think yeah. the economy was rolling. I just think stocks were just, companies were just doing great. Regular people mm-hmm. were being mildly a little bit successful. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, I, in some ways, I wish I could change that personality to bring something else, to be the cool, fun guy that says, like, hey, man, we're taking fucking shots right now, before the game, pre-game, after game. If anything, one of the best things that I probably brought to the group is I was the Uber driver before Uber because I never drank or smoked. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anytime we went out, I think that's probably one of the best highlights I can say is, like, I was the Uber driver of the group. And everybody... I think to one degree would kind of maybe invite me or respect me to come out with them and hang out with them because I can take everyone home. And they knew Sev was going to be the dad. Sev was going to take care of everybody. Mm. How did that make you feel? Must have been like, kind of like, did you feel used? Is it, maybe that's why you feel like you don't stay in friendships too long because maybe you feel like that's all they saw you as. I don't know. I, I never, I, I, no, no, no. Tell me. Tell me how that feels. Um, but no, I never felt that way. Nobody ever said like, hey, Sev's driving. Like it was sort of like, you know, you have the friend that's going to bring the Coke. Sev's going to bring the Civic and pick everyone up and drop them off home. And wow. everybody in some ways was like always appreciative because I never, I, I didn't really kill their buzz. Like I never said like, I just want to drink with them, you know? So I'm yeah. like, go get shit face. I'll have fun. I'll dance by myself because I can do that. But yeah. I was the Uber driver and I wonder, I, I wonder how many friends there are like that. You know, like everybody's got to have that dad or that mm-hmm. Uber driver in the click that says like, Hey man, we're going to get so fucked up after 40 Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, um, I think, I mean, I was probably a little bit of that, but for a different reason, I just love driving. I love, I still do. I, me and my wife, we just go driving. We just drive around. Um, and I You have a nice that. car, I bet, huh? I do not, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. But it didn't matter on the car. It honestly didn't. It just, I just love driving.
we're having some technical difficulty. I've lost Rob. Rob, where are you? Rob. Can you hear me? I, I can hear Yellow. you now. I literally lost you. It was like when you said, I'm driving. Yeah. So basically, I, I have the same experience as you do with friends, but not for the same reasons, which is interesting. I loved driving, like I was saying. And it, love- it started because mm-hmm. I had purchased a co and a, a car. I purchased a car when I was younger. And well, my dad helped me out with it. And it was a manual transmission vehicle. You know, oh, it was stick a stick shift. car. Stick shift, yeah. Bro. Yes, it was. And I had basically lied to my dad um, and told him that I know how to drive stick shift. Um, and I, I, had, I had not known how to drive stick shift, right? So um, when I got this car, I had only driven a manual car once in a Kmart parking lot, one of my friend's cars. And I kind of figured it out. And yeah, it was a Honda. And I kind of figured it out. So when I got this car, I had to drive it a lot to get some confidence, right? Mm -hmm. And so I just started driving. I would do a lot of inside, in suburb street driving. None of that freeway stuff where you stay on one gear, right? I wanted to do that stop and go to get those gears to understand what's going on, how to shift, how to work the clutch. I just got used to that. And throughout my whole life until now, I just love driving. I don't have a stick car anymore, but I still just love driving around. So I think inherently that kind of translated to me being the driving guy a lot of times, but I think I wasn't consistently the driving guy because we had a lot of people that basically had the same experience I did in my group of friends. Mm -hmm. So they also enjoyed driving a lot, especially when they got their cars and everyone wanted to drive. Surprisingly, sometimes we'd even all come with our own cars, you know? We weren't that much of a drinking crowd or anything like that. I hadn't sipped a, an ounce of alcohol until I, was, until I was 21 years old. For some strange reason, I had decided I want to kind of, you know, do Be that sober thing. sober when you legally yeah. can? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I decided, you know what, I'm just not going to do that where I drink. You know, I feel like it doesn't look like anything's happening that's beneficial. Um, so I'm just going to wait until I'm 21. I think I used that 21 excuse as just not to drink. Um, and then I, at the age of 21, drank, naturally got uh, unbearably drunk and vomited everywhere. It was a terrible experience. And I inherently just didn't really drink that much, you know? Family events, didn't really drink that much, if not at all. And like friend occasions, didn't really drink that much. I don't think that's a good thing, actually, to tell you the truth. Because as a result, the times that really? I did drink, yeah, as a result, the times I did drink, I kind of either went overboard and just basically vomited uh, oh, wow. because I, I, yeah, I did not know my standard or like nothing happened. And now this day and age, like I've kind of balanced that out where I do drink and I get a little bit buzzed and I'm cool and happy and I don't go overboard. I haven't in many, many years, but I just feel like if I had a, like a gradual um, kind of learning curve on the drinking, it would have probably been more healthy. It's never good to be extreme children. <laughs> I always do something gradual. So obviously, like probably drink um, lightly to see how it is, um, and don't be so against or for things. I feel like it's a good advice on that. But when it comes to friend group of friends, to like take it back, I feel like I was the driving guy sometimes. So I feel you. I feel what you're saying. Um, but I also feel like sometimes I was I was the passenger. So metaphorically and literally pretty well cool. well we've kind of gone two for two we both were fearful of reading out loud because we're slow readers and mm-hmm. it turns out we were both the drivers or ubers but <laughs> this is 
Sev, and that's Rob for um, Random Topic Generator. We'll, mm-hmm. I guess you'll listen to us next week, hopefully. Have a good night. See you.